you just sitting there keeps you from gathering further information about other choices and decisions that you can make. So remove the stigma that there's a right or wrong and take one step forward in the direction that actually feels better for you. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. Happy Friday. Wherever you are, wherever you are listening from, I sincerely hope that you are having an amazing day and that you can stop for just one moment and celebrate something. Like, what are you celebrating right now? It could simply be the fact that you are alive, that you are healthy, that you have family that loves you. It could be the fact that you got dressed this morning. Maybe that you are hitting the gym today. Maybe you just launched a new business or made some money, or maybe you are just celebrating the fact that you're listening to this podcast and investing in your own personal growth. Whatever it is, take the time today to celebrate yourself. I am celebrating you and sending you so much love. So I recently just opened up enrollment for one-to-one private mentorship. I do this twice a year and I was on a call today with a client, potential client, and we were talking about this place in indecision where, you know, we don't know, like we're afraid to take action because we're afraid of failure and we don't really know what the right steps are. So we get stuck in indecision. And I was feeling into this and I actually had this down as an episode that I wanted to sit and record because nine times out of 10, I'll just be honest. Like when I sit down and record these solo episodes, it's stuff that I've personally been navigating through. And so I'm a verbal processor and sometimes it just helps me to literally sit down and almost coach myself on the things that I'm navigating. And lately I've been in a place of indecision around this one particular area in my life. And I've been feeling really stuck and I've been feeling a lot of confusion. And I feel like most people do really well when things are black and white and we have clarity. We like certainty. Certainty is so closely tied to safety. You know, if you grew up in an environment when you were younger, that was just filled with chaos, then chances are your life today represents that represents chaos. That's your norm, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it feels good. You might be really just desiring and craving simplicity and safety and calm, but that doesn't feel normal to your nervous system. And so we can find ourselves perpetually putting us back into scenarios or situations that recreate that um, place of chaos, that place of uncertainty, that place of fear or fight or flight. And a lot of this is related to trauma and trauma responses and trauma doesn't have to be something super violent. It could be something as simple as just, there was a lot of chaos in the household, right? So I want to talk today about why we feel indecisive about things and how you can 
start to become aware of your indecisiveness and then navigate through it in a way that feels a little bit more empowering to you. And there is a big difference between indecisiveness and having a neutral stance. So I want to just preface that like indecision really to me feels more like anxiety and chaos and confusion of not knowing. Whereas being neutral on something means that you have no attachment one way or the other, and that you would be open to either. That's not indecision, that's neutrality. And it feels very different in your body where indecision definitely feels like a lot more chaos. It feels like anxiety. You're ruminating over something. Maybe you're running things in your head a lot. You have loops going like um, thoughts over and over. I know for me, when I'm in indecision or I'm in confusion, my sleep gets disrupted and I will dream the same dream over and over again. It's like anxiety in my dreams. And I will wake myself up and say, take a deep breath and say, choose a different thought. But I end up like having terrible sleep. And um, it's been happening a lot more for me lately as I've been navigating through some indecisions. So I want to talk about the risk of sitting in indecision um, because I, th- I think it's important. We're going to talk about why we feel indeci- indecision in the first place and how to navigate through it. So really when it comes down to indecision, it's fear around taking action and what might happen if we take the quote unquote wrong action, right? What if it leads to failure? And I'm speaking of this in terms of maybe you starting a new business or investing in a coach or joining a mastermind or quitting your job or leaving a relationship, right? It's really about indecision around maybe a big life decision that carries with it some repercussions on both ends, right? So if we're not sure what the quote unquote right answer is, we're focusing on this idea of right or wrong. And when we think about choice, choice is one of the most freeing and empowering places we can be in, but it's also the one that carries with it the most amount of pain because we realize I actually have a choice, which is empowering, but it's also like, oh fuck, I have a choice in this. So I'm choosing to stay in this place of stuckness. I'm choosing to judge and weigh my decisions as good or bad. And the reality is that there is no right or wrong. There's just a choice. And we have no idea what's going to happen on the other side of that choice. So when we take an action, let's say, let's just use the example of quitting your job. When you are sitting in that place, you might be weighing the pros and cons, right? You might be weighing, you know, is this smart for my family? Am I making the right decision? Is this responsible? I did a podcast episode last week about um, rejection. And I shared a story about how one of my former clients was wanting to leave her job, but she was feeling very indecisive about it and feeling senses of guilt because other people out there would quote unquote kill to have her job. Right. And I think a lot of people feel this way when they're making decisions, they start thinking about how other people would feel about it, how they might be judged. What will people think? What if I make a mistake? What if I fail? What if I lose everything? So when we take action, regardless of the outcome, we can then make new choices. And I'm going to anchor this a little bit more, but I really want you to think about that. Like when you actually get out of indecision and you choose option A or option B, no matter what the outcome is, whether it's quote unquote failure or success, good or bad in that moment, you can then make a new choice. But when you sit in indecision, you can't make a choice either way. (laughs) Like whether you succeed or fail, 
you've taken away your ability to choose. You've taken away your ability to navigate and pivot and evolve and learn and uncover things that might actually help you make a better informed decision. So for example, let's say you are trying to decide whether or not to leave your job and you make that decision. And for whatever reason, the outcome is failure, right? Let's say you leave your job because you want to switch industries and you go and you apply for multiple jobs and you you're getting no after no after no, that might be viewed as failure, but in that failure, in that choice, in that action and that outcome, there's feedback. And it allows you to gather feedback, reassess the situation, and then from there, make a new choice and pivot and decide, okay, based on this information that I now have that I didn't have before, what is a new choice I can make? It's kind of like, I don't know if you remember those choose your own adventure books, right? But um, they were these really cool books where you would read a chapter and at the end of the chapter, you had a choice to make and you could take you know, choice A or choice B. And if you took choice B, it was a completely different storyline. And then at the end of that chapter, you had a different choice to make, choice A or choice B, and it was a completely different storyline. And so we actually start to see this storyline that looks like tree roots that get branched off and branched off in all these different directions. But that tree doesn't build roots until you make a choice. And the roadmap doesn't start to appear until you take action. So whether it's failure or success, we can then gather feedback, make new choices and reassess along the way, right? So if it's success, let's say you leave that job and you land your dream job, that might be viewed as success, but in six months, you might learn that actually this isn't success because it's, I'm working more hours, I'm making less money. It's not what I thought it would be. And now it might be viewed as failure, right? And so again, it's also important not to label things as good or bad because in the moment it might seem good, but in hindsight, it might not be the best thing. And we waste so much time and indecision trying to figure out what the quote unquote right decision is, but time is the only thing that we can leverage to decide whether or not it was a choice that set us up in the direction that we want. Steve Jobs has a really great quote that says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. But if you don't take that first step, there's no dots to connect, right? So what if making a decision that leads you to some sort of perceived failure or success actually gives us new information that allows us to make a completely different choice that we wouldn't have been able to make prior because we didn't have that information, right? It's like a giant puzzle. It's like a giant mystery, like going through a labyrinth and, you know, the, the next piece of the puzzle or the next piece of the scavenger hunt is revealed to you once you get to that clue. That's really what life is. So inaction actually keeps us in the worst case scenario. So whether you are trying to decide, should I stay? Should I go? Should I go left? Should I go right? You just sitting there keeps you from gathering further information about other choices and decisions that you can make. So remove the stigma that there's a right or wrong and take one step forward in the direction that actually feels better for you. So I'm going to get into this idea of feeling disconnected from your head and your heart in a second, but 
understanding that inaction actually keeps us in the worst case scenario. We get so caught up in this idea of like, oh God, if I take this thing and then I lose my job and then I lose my house and all this stuff happens, like we start going down this rabbit hole of worst case scenario, but where we are is actually worst case scenario because we're stuck in this stuck energy and this anxiety and not choosing you not making a choice is choosing to stay stuck in confusion, in chaos, which leads to wasted energy and wasted resources of time, money, energy, and potential. Some of the most successful business minds will tell you that every single mistake they've ever made has given them powerful lessons to then go on, become more successful. But if they never made those mistakes and never made those choices and always played it safe, they would have missed the blessing and the lesson all along the way. Another reason why we stay stuck in this place of indecisiveness or indecision is because there's a real disconnect between our head and our heart. And so what I mean by this is like feelings versus logic, right? So when we feel something like our gut or our intuition is saying, you know what, there's something about this situation that I don't trust. There's something that feels off. Something about this doesn't feel good. Or something about this feels really interesting or feels curious, or I kind of want to explore this. And we don't give ourselves permission to follow it. We actually stay stuck. So we'll, our body will be giving us wisdom and our mind will try to logically rationalize it and talk us out, out of whatever it is. And we end up staying stuck because when we deny our intuition, what it is saying, it actually causes us more pain than the difficulty we may face navigating through our choices in the long run, right? If your intuition is telling you that you are unhappy in your partnership and you don't see a future with that person, but you stay for years and years and years, how much more pain will you be in for those few years? How much time are you wasting when you could have navigated through that hard conversation, freed yourself from that indecision and that misalignment, freed your partner from that and gave yourself permission to go find a relationship that feels more in alignment and allows them to do the same. You both deserve to be in partnership with people that are hundred percent all in, right? There's nothing worse than being in any kind of partnership, friendship, business, um, career, romantic partnership, where the both parties are not on the same page or invested 100%, right? So I know sometimes it feels like, you know, if we follow our intuition, our life is going to fall to shit and that might happen in the short term, but I can promise you that that pain of navigating through your truth on the front end will be far less in the long run than prolonging the inevitable and staying in that stuck indecisive energy. So indecision for me feels like a miscommunication between my head and my heart. My heart and my body know what the answer is, but my head doesn't want to wrap itself around the idea. And this is where attachment comes in. So a lot of times we have attachments to specific types of outcomes, right? So it could be that you started dating someone who is amazing and they check all of your boxes and you start to project out into the future of what your life could look like. And you start imagining like your home together and raising a family and vacations and, and all of these beautiful moments. And you've literally fictitiously created this beautiful relationship. But in reality, maybe the person that you're with 
isn't exactly all the things like they're not really showing up to the level of expectation that you had in your mind. And as a result, you're being disappointed and you're being let down and you're feeling frustrated and you're feeling confused because you're like, well, I can see all these amazing things with this person, but I'm actually not getting my needs met. And so this is where we have an unhealthy attachment to future potential, or we have an unhealthy attachment to the way things are quote unquote supposed to look. And we then get into an energetic of wanting to force or manipulate the outcome because we're so attached in an unhealthy way to a vision, an idea or potential that we see. And so as a result of that, we stay in pain because we're not living in the now. We're not living in the present moment. We're living in a future that's not even real. We're living in a future that we have put tunnel vision on. We put blinders on and that's all that we can see. And it can be great when you are really focusing on a specific goal, but I can promise you that when you have blinders on, yes, you're focused in on one goal, but you're also missing a lot of other information that's going on in the peripheral that can add a lot to your decision-making process. So for me, if I'm in a place of indecision, nine times out of 10, it's because my head and my heart are not aligned. I have a gut feeling about something. I know something is true, but logically my ego and my brain come in and they say, but wait, like, this is what's going to happen and it's going to feel messy or, you know, we really want this one thing and we're really going to hold on to this attachment to it because it feels really good. And it's what we really want. And what if we don't have another opportunity at it? Right. So like, that's this idea of FOMO, like this feeling of missing out of like, oh, my gut is saying stay home, but my head is like, but what if I miss out on something? You know, my gut is saying to start this business right now, but my head is saying like, or my gut is saying, you know, don't start, but my head's like, what if I miss out? Like just that disconnect, that constant, like back and forth causes chaos. And it's usually for me, it's because I have an unhealthy attachment to something. And it's also usually for me where I see potential as opposed to reality. And I see this a lot in network marketers where they will recruit people onto their team and they're so excited. They get somebody on the phone, like, oh my God, this is the next rock star. They have such a strong purpose and a huge network. And we get so caught up in this person's potential that we start to get burnt out over the fact that they're not meeting the expectation and we're so attached to it. And we can't decide whether or not we should let them go. Like, do we love them where they're at and just let them be? Or do we keep pouring into them? Because if we don't, what if they quit? And so you get stuck in future potential as opposed to reality. So if you are sitting in a place right now where you're feeling stuck on a decision or you're feeling indecision, my invitation to you would be number one, think about your options, like plan A, plan B, plan C. You can even write them down on a piece of paper, put them down on the floor, and then just notice as you step into the possibility of decision one, decision two, decision three, whatever the decisions are, notice what's happening in your heart and your body with that decision and notice then what happens with your head. Does your body feel expansive and excited? Like it's a yes. And then your head's coming in and saying, but you can't do that because this, this, and this, and it's irresponsible and this and and like all the mindset drama notice that if you step into that decision and it feels restrictive and close off and like a no, and then your head's like, but if it's a no, then all this other notice that, right. 
So my invitation to you is to bring the head and the heart into the conversation together, find a place of harmony and focus in on what's actually present for you now and ask yourself, am I attached to an expectation or an outcome that's actually keeping me stuck in this indecision? And what would happen if I actually release the expectation of the outcome and focused in on the present moment and making a decision from that place and asking the question, what if just making a choice and not judging it as good or bad gave me new information so that I could then go on and make new choices that feel more empowering for me. Sending you guys so much love. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you know would love to hear it. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Bye.